It's Thursday, July 23rd, and believe it or not, we're actually watching live sports for the first time in forever, is what it feels like. Anyway, this is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown. And Mr. Brown, what's on TV right now? Live freaking baseball. We're watching the Yankees and the Nats, and so far the pitchers do not look on point, do they? Yeah, you keep saying the pitchers are ahead of the hitters, but uh, we had a bomb by uh, Stan's back, apparently. <laughs> he had a clean swing and then eaten for the Nats hit one out, but I, I feel like this is going to be a heavy baseball show anyway, just because we're excited. There's a lot of news that came out this week around baseball. We're definitely going to get to all that stuff, but let's hit a couple topics off offhand from baseball for a second. So the the soap opera in the Beltway that just keeps giving is is still in full cycle. The the football team from Washington they they are no longer the Redskins, right? So what's their new name? Oh, and before we get into the new name, <laughs> you, you you posted that dude. What did he do? Trademark all those potential names? Right. There was like fifteen or so, and there was other people that did it too. So I, we've learned one thing, and that's it's it's a lot more difficult to completely change the brand of your football team than what most people probably thought. So it's the football team from DC. It's the Washington football team, not the football club. It's not soccer. But they're just going to be the Washington football team. Right. So what is your mascot? Like Bobby Boucher running around? <laughs> it could be. But I think the, the the interesting thing is that they're not going to have a logo or anything. So there is no mascot. It's no Bobby Boucher emblem or anything. But I guess they're going to go Alabama style with the numbers on their helmet. And they're keeping their collar scheme and everything. It's so bad. Like, <laughs> and even LeBron wanted to tweet about it or whatever. But, like, really? You know, well, what do you expect? It's Washington. <laughs> so there was the little story that came out that the, the company that runs Redskins.com has trademarked or, or at least bought the domain for DCSentinels.com. So is that the clubhouse leader? We've heard a million different names they might go to, but it looks like it might be the Sentinels. I don't really like it either. I don't I'm, like that. Hey, if that's their thing, then they're, maybe their mascot could be like the Sentinels from X-Men. No, oh, that'd be cool. I mean, <laughs> at this point, anything's better than the football group or whatever the hell their name is. I mean, if people don't really understand the Sentinels' uh, origination, it's it's from the movie The Replacements, and apparently the Washington team's already sold out of Falco jerseys. Oh, nice. So, Well, there you go. Well get, on their way. Get yours now. You get more than that than you would for the, uh, what's his name? Who's the quarterback du now? Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. So, yeah, you'd rather have that one anyway. All right. Well, speaking of team names, uh, on a more positive note, I was really excited. I'm not even a big hockey fan, but Seattle is a hockey team, has a hockey team now. They are a hockey town because they can't have basketball there, apparently. But are you ready to unleash the Kraken? I mean, I love the name. It's almost my favorite hockey team already. Just from the name, and I don't even watch hockey. So could you imagine, like the uh, how they play this stuff during the game, and you have the dude from Clash of the Titans saying, "Release the Kraken." <laughs> it's fantastic. The uh, I watched the hype video. That was fun. I think their logo is pretty slick. I've got to watch the video. So the the logo, it's just the S, and it's got like the tentacle coming up and the right. little red eye. I mean, it's it's simple, but it's pretty sweet. I got. I mean, this barely edged out the Seattle Karens. I mean, they. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> that, you, you don't have to change the logo for that. I just put a toupee <laughs> on there. <laughs> the parted bowl cut. We know, we, know there's, <laughs> we know there's definitely Karens in Seattle, too. That's a bad thing. <laughs> But I, I, I'm a fan, I, and you know what? Maybe this can be the catalyst that gets me to watch hockey a little bit more because now I can just, from the ground up, actually pick a team and, and go with it. But that's uh, that's the two tales of uh, different stories there. You have one that's struggling with an identity, and at least Seattle's moving forward. They're going to have a professional uh, hockey team, so that's, that's great to see. And I'm ready to unleash the Kraken. <laughs> So from the beginning, I mentioned this is probably going to be a very heavy baseball episode because we do have live baseball coming uh, on the TV right now. I got to tell you, I'm excited. There's a lot of rule changes going on, and a lot of that has to do with the postseason. And we're going to do our preseason predictions. Not really preseason. We're technically on opening day now, but we're going to do our predictions. And I'm glad we waited because there's some changes with playoffs that we're going to break down in a little bit. But starting with the world of baseball, huge news, Mookie Betts signed a Dak Prescott like deal. Yeah. I mean 11 billion. It was it, so I'm just asking is it is it a good deal bad deal? Obviously it's a good deal for him, but I guess it's if you combine the one year of the arbitration he's getting like 27 million this year it's like 13 296 million or 396. Yeah, million. I mean I'm sorry. When he turned down what Boston offered and Which was like 300 million and essentially calls them to trade him to the Dodgers. I was like this dude's crazy. He's not going to touch this. Take the money. Right. He bet on himself and he won. Now, I don't. We've talked about it earlier. I don't think that he's the type of player that Acuna, Bellinger, Yelich, Trout obviously is the best. He's not even in that category, in my opinion. But it's the Dodgers, man. They're the, they're the new Yankees, believe it or not. Right. They, they're probably ahead of the Yankees now. They're throwing more money at. So it. I mean. More power to him, I guess. As a Dodgers fan, you can't really get mad about it because if they're throwing the money out there, don't you want the best players no matter the cost? I mean, and if you're a good player, wouldn't you be more inclined to sign with a team like that that's that's committing to their future that way? Yeah, but think about it. He's in Hollywood for the next decade and almost a half. I, I, I'm with you, though, that I, I feel like he's probably getting a little overpaid for what his skill set is. There Absolutely. are, there are uh, you know, probably 10 players that I, I'd put right ahead of him. And that's not taking anything away from Mookie Betts. He was great. But let's be honest, last year wasn't great for him. It was good. Right. It, it, was, it was decent. I mean, it was fine. But, uh, and we were talking earlier before the show, and I likened it to kind of the, the Bryce Harper, Machado kind of situation where they got these really big mega deals. And, you know, you, you look at the numbers and they're solid players, but are they really worth it? And, and youth really leads a lot to this. Younger players are getting these deals, but you know he's getting more than Mike Trout now, and, and he's not—he's not in that same category. No, there's a handful of guys that's better than Mookie Betts, right? And Mookie Betts is hands down better than Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. My my favorite thing though was the, these Red Sox fans. This is real that they they thought there's a chance for him to come back. That they thought it would be a one-year flyer, and then he was going to go into free agency. And by that time, Boston was going to have the capital freed up. They weren't going to have the luxury tax penalties. He'll come back to Fenway. We'll get him back to Beantown. Uh, you know what? You had coronavirus on your side helping draw the market down, and that did not stop the Dodgers from cashing in on this guy. So we need to quit talking about the owners losing all this money <laughs> yeah. because apparently they ain't scared. We're starving. We don't have any money. <laughs> is it still Magic Johnson and his team over there? I, he is partial owner. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, they ain't scared of coronavirus. They ain't scared of the Rona. <laughs> so they paid the guy. I ain't scared of no Rona. Exactly. <laughs> so 
bravo Mookie Betts. You know, all I'm saying, you got yours. You know, so maybe the Red Sox will get him for the last two or three years of his deal when he's a has-been. Maybe <laughs> when the market. That's what they were so talking much. about. <laughs> They're still holding out hope. He's we're going to see pictures of Mookie like you saw Hank Aaron and the Milwaukee Brewers hitting a 700th home run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. So other other baseball tidbits uh, for people that don't know, there are some rule changes, and just because it's opening day, we want to hit those real quick. So we we already hinted about expanded playoffs and we're going to get to that when we do our predictions uh the dh is universal now so that's just for this season as far as i know how do you feel about that hated it (laughs) two snaps and a twist (laughs) for this year only i'm good with it but i know but here's the problem i'm good with it but i know it's a sign of things to come because if they do it this year it's it's probably going to stay right so do you, now, in a normal season, I want it not to be there. Do you feel like this coincides a little bit with the rule where now you have the three batter minimum for a pitcher? Yeah, I think some of these rule changes are sneaking in this year as trial runs, and yep. you can't. No one can see my air quotes, but no, those are air quotes by Mister Brown. I figure that they're going to try to keep it in permanently. All right. So the 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 big thing for the rule changes is I feel like they're built around trying to create more offense, and like I don't know if the majority of baseball fans are really upset if it's a two-to-one game. Like, I know I'm personally not. Like, if it's a great pitching duel or if you have these these very meticulous decisions coming out with bullpen changes and whatnot, like, that's part of the excitement to me. But when you look at the three-batter minimum, you're doing away with those situational pitching matchups. You're telling somebody they got to deliver on all three. Now you're tying in the DH with it. It's really designed to try to create more offense, right? It is. I, I don't like it. I feel like they're trying to dumb it down for a casual fan. When And we've realized from our page and the groups we've been involved with on social media that baseball fans are the most diehard in any group that we deal with or right. sport. I mean, so who are you trying to, you know, get in the, get in the loop here? Because a cat, a, a diehard fan is not going to go to the ballpark and be like, man, I wish this game was over 30 minutes earlier. Right. Man, and, I wish there was no strategic, strategic uh, like, uh, decisions here. I know nothing about soccer, but I can't imagine soccer fans clamoring for more six to five games. They seem perfectly content around the world on a one nil or two nil game. And, and I think baseball is kind of the same way. Every, every run matters and let's keep it that way. If you have a well played game, you're happy. Right. Like it could be four to three, it could be two to one, it could be six to five. But if it's a well executed game, a lot of strategy involved, you're fine. You walk away satisfied. Absolutely. So the the other thing we talk about, you know, offense and and trying to you know maybe make the games a little quicker is the other thing that's happening for this year only is the the ghost runner on second in extra innings that and from what I understand, whoever's next up in the lineup when it goes to that tenth frame. That, that batter automatically goes to second base, and that's how they start. I hate that, too. I mean, like, I got it. We're trying to squeeze in all these games, and I got it. But if they try to do that pass this year, right. it's ridiculous. It's like softball stuff, like Little League <laughs> softball rules. That's what we're playing with. Because all you got to do now, of course, I guess they realize that no one knows how to bunt anymore. Right. So it don't matter because all you have to do is bunt the run over to third and have a sack fly. Game's over. Maybe it can bring back the fundamentals. Maybe, Maybe Tom Amansky yeah. is going to come out and teach everybody how to bunt. And if he uses Fred McGriff, maybe that will get him into the hall. Hey, that's a, that's a heavy endorsement right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are watching baseball tonight. Well, we were until it got rained out a little bit. But – We're excited because we have expanded playoffs. We have baseball season upon us, and we're going to give you our bold predictions for what we think 
You ready to do that, Mr. Brown? No, I'm ready. Ready to kick y'all's ass. So for those who, who aren't aware, today the Players Association approved an expanded playoff format for this year only, allegedly, allegedly this year only. That could change. So now we have 16 teams in the field. In this postseason, we're going to have two teams from every division. So the first and second place team from the east, the central, the west, and every league is making it. And then we got two additional wildcard teams. So I get the fact that we only have 60 games. It makes sense if you want to try to, you know, make sure people who should be in. Because, like, the Nats who won last year, they wouldn't even made the playoffs. They wouldn't have right? made it, no. No, they wouldn't have been in. So we're going to do our best as prognosticators here. We're going to break it down, and we're going to hit you guys with our bold predictions. This is the 16 teams that are going to make the playoffs. We'll start in the AL East, and I have a strong feeling that the first place team is going to be the Yankees, and then my second place team, I'm going to fill it out with the Rays. I got you. See, before I was watching Stanton actually have a – a comeback party here day one. You never know what Stanton's going to do. I was actually going to go Rays and then Yankees. What? Just because it's 60 games. And Is you that know what you want happen. me to put? No, i got to go Yanks and Rays okay, as well. Yanks, Rays. I was going to go Rays first. Because we got to have some – what we don't realize is there's going to be some weird picks here that's not going to be right because it's 60 games. All right, so we're across the board. We're we're all aligned as far as that goes, in order to. All right, so let's move to one that may be a little bit different. Mr. Brown, I'll let you go first this time. The AL Central, what are your thoughts there? Oh, The Twins broke the record last year for most home runs for a team in history. So is that your number one? Twins are number one. I, I'll agree they added that. Josh Donaldson to the mix. So, I mean, what they they just have the pitching hold up, you know, 60 games. So, I'm going Twins, and then I'm going to go – you're not going to like this. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on the Twins, so where are you going wrong? Mm, I want to do it. I, I might do the wild card. I'm going to – you know what? I'm going White Sox second. I also have the White Sox second. I had it wrote down first because I had a feeling he was going that way. They're a year too early, but we're 60 games. We'll see what happens. I like what they did in the offseason. We'll see what happens. All right, let's move on to the AL West. So I guess this is my turn now. I know we all hate the Astros. And I'm writing on Mr. Brown's side. My apologies. Yeah, come on now. So I, I'm going to the Astros. I, I think they still obviously have enough talent to, to clearly be number one. And then I'm going to sneak the Angels in at number two. So we can't, as much as we hate the Astros and they cheated, they're a very talented team. They lost Cole. You know, if, unless Verlander gets old real quick this year, the Astros are going to be there. All right, All so right. I'm going Astros one. And as much as I'd love to see Rendon and Trout get, uh, be second, I got to go A's, man, Moneyball. Uh, all right, so we're going A's there. All right, Mr. Brown, who's your wild card? Uh, I gotta remember who I picked first. <laughs> I got it right here. You got uh, Yankees, Rays, Twins, White Sox, Astros. I like and the A's. Angels as a wild card. So we'll, we'll go with the Angels. And I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Indians. All right. Uh, I went with Yankees, Rays, Twins, White Sox, Astros, Angels. So I'm gonna go with the A's and the Red Sox. All right. So we're we're similar. We're in, breaking up. Yeah, but it, there's there's some outliers there. We'll see how that goes. All right, let's let's go to the the National League. I guess since I just picked Mr. Brown, I'll go back to you. So we're you really start, gonna have me start in the East? We're starting with the NL East, oh, and, right. and I mean, let's just go ahead and get the presumptive thing out of the way, and you tell me who's gonna win the a, or NL East. 
Yeah, because I didn't pick the Braves last year. You did not, so. Well, I didn't realize that uh, Syndergaard's out for like 60 days. So, I was going to go Mets originally, but I'm going to go Braves are going to win the East. And, I, I mean, I hate picking my own team. So, I'm going to go Braves. And I actually, death. I actually like uh, the Nats to be second because of their pitching staff. So, with uh, Soto getting COVID-19, that doesn't change it? I'm glad that he got it early, honestly. <laughs> Get it out of the way. Yeah. So, I, I'm going to give you the kiss of death, too. I'm also going with the Braves. And then Mets, I bet. No, I actually have the Nationals, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to go Mets originally. No, we're, we're 100% there. So, nah, I just – I can't believe in the Mets, man. I, I just can't do I it. I agree. We'll go to the, the NL Central, and since I made you go first. On your team, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and write it down right now so you can see it. Oh, wow. I'm going – homer alert. I'm taking the Reds. The Reds are going to win, and the Cardinals are going to come in second. Hey, all I'm going to say is I watched the two exhibition games. The Reds look – they look like that offense this year, buddy. That's all I'm saying. The Reds have one of the best rotations in the National League. Um, but the Cardinals are proven. So I'm going Cardinals and then Reds. Okay. I, I can respect that. And I hate the Cardinals and I hate Yadier Molina. We lost <laughs> 10 runs in one inning last year in the freaking playoffs. I hate the Cardinals and I, I would rather pick your Reds, but I just can't do it. That's okay. Yeah. I, I will say that the Cubs are the overall Vegas favorite, yeah. but th- that division is so screwy and hard to pick. It, it's really tough. All right, going to the NL West. Do I just write Dodgers down for everybody as number you one? You can for me. Okay. Uh, me as well. Who's your second? I love the young talent out in San Diego. I'm going to go with the Padres. Padres. For, for, for no help from Machado, of course. <laughs> you can't count on him for anything anyway. He can't even run to first base. Um, I, I'm just, for whatever reason, I just feel like picking the Giants. Oh, come on. Because I feel like there's one team – that should just like don't you realize go ahead i'm gonna let you finish uh, there's one team that shouldn't belong in here yeah you're right and somebody's got i gotta pick one that doesn't make sense and that's the only reason i'm putting it not that i have faith in them that they're just gonna luck into it and gonna be like how's this team in the playoffs don't you realize buster posey ain't walking through that tunnel (laughs) he might hobble i mean he'd have been hurt anyway so the fact (laughs) he opted out who really gives a shit So I'm just I, that's a terrible. Pick. I think here's here's my my thing. I think the division's going to be so bad. Yeah, I agree. That your second place team is going to look like a last place team, and somehow the Giants are going to be that team. I got you. Oh, you know what? I don't know why I didn't pick the D backs. I like them too. Um, I, I'm all right. You all want right. them for no. a wild card? No, I'm sticking with the Padres number two. All right. Well, what what's your uh, what's your wild card? Uh, let's see. I'm actually going to go. Uh, Two wild cards out of the center. I'm going Brewers and Cubs. Ooh. See, I, I have a hard time with that, and that's that's my division, but I just I don't I don't think they'll have the best overall record. It's sixty games, man. I, I know. We're gonna have a lot of like, you know, thirty one and twenty niners, I think. I'm going D backs and Phillies. All right. I, I again not loving the Mets. The Phillies are gonna pick up the slack where the Mets aren't gonna be that good this year, and then you know, the D-backs, I, like I said, they're going to be good enough and somehow find a way in there. I mean, well. I think Mad Bum's a waste. He's going to oh. be a complete bust. <laughs> it's it's a little late for that deal, but. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Do, do we want to give any prediction for the World Series? I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say Dodgers-Yankees. I just feel like it's the obvious outcome, and I'm not, I'm not going out on a limb there. I'm going to go uh, – 
Homer alert, Braves and Astros. You're really trying to just give the kiss of death. Yeah, because here's the thing. The Braves wouldn't win in a normal season. This is when they're going to win is when you're going to have an asterisk, uh, then everyone's going to be like, it didn't matter anyway. So you feel like you're going to get that shroud where you'll remember this World Series, but it's going to be like, yeah, but who cares? It was 2020. Exactly. And that's why they'll win despite themselves. That seems more like a Reds thing. Yeah. That's what we would get. Yeah. Right, so Honestly, though, the Braves rotation ain't good enough to withstand the playoffs, but I'm just being a homer, so that's why I'm doing it. All right, well, that is our 2020 60-game shortened season playoff predictions in the expanded 16-team format. So I'm just excited live sports are back. I'm excited that while we're having this conversation, we still have, like, real game analysis happening here. It's a rain delay. Dodgers game's getting ready to start, but it's been great. Mr. Brown, you got anything to say in closing? I'm good. I'm just thinking uh, we're going to chop on tomorrow, and we're going to see what happens against the Mets. <laughs> so we have focused an incredibly large amount of our time on baseball tonight, but there are some other interesting developments going on. Before I get into anything else, I do want to give a shout-out to the We Don't Know Sports Nation because we had a college mascot bracket. And we started with 64 mascots. We did it like March Madness. We broke it down. And I got to tell you, uh, you know, once it got to the Sweet 16, it was, it was straight fire. I, it was I, madness. We could not keep up with it. It's and, awesome, baby, with a capital <laughs> A. Serendipity, baby. It was crazy. Uh, the diaper dandies were out because they were. There, there were some universities that really came out and supported their squad. And, and like, I, I'm going to go on the record and say this. So the final came down to Marshall in West Virginia. And obviously, we're Mountaineer fans. Like, I don't dislike Marshall or anything, but I was so distraught over the fact that two West Virginia teams were going to end up in this. And what people may not know is behind the scenes, like the entire time, we always shared these polls out with whatever teams were involved, you know. And, and we, I, I really went out of my way to like support Texas, which I do not want to do. You know, sorry, right. Texas fans, but right. I'm a Mountaineer fan. Horns down for life. Right. So, it didn't matter. The Marshall fans and the alumni came to play. Now, Wisconsin, they did it on their own. Wisconsin came in strong. TCU came in strong. I mean, I, I'm going to give a shout-out for Wisconsin, though. Uh, top fan Alex Radke. All right, because I got in there to look, and, and the shares, that dude was having the fa- – he was circling the wagons. <laughs> he brought the Wisconsin Badgers fans out, and they were in full force. Nice. And he said, listen – these guys on the page, you know, they're Mountaineers fans. Let's show them. We're still going to take them down. And he probably shared it probably 30 times. The dude was on fire. So we got to give him props. All right. So props to Radke. Absolutely. Sure. And he's followed our page for over a year. And, and like, I, w- I was good if Wisconsin won because their fans came out so early without much, you know, help from us to, to notify them. It was just kind no of no home field uh, yeah. advantage. And, you know, I mean, I get it. We're based in West Virginia, but, like, we, we did not do anything to try to stack the deck. It was just the way, you know, it kind of got shared out. But uh, I will say that uh, it was a blast. And the fact that, like, some of these, like, when we got to the Final Four, they were reaching 300,000 people. Um, the, How much did WVU Wisconsin? It was 400,000. I, I Probably. Over 400,000 I mean, for that one matchup. At a certain point, I quit paying attention. So it was kind of like the championship before the actual It was cool because you had high schools that were sharing it. You had colleges. You had alumni chapters. You had fire departments. All these pages were uh, showing this matchup and saying, vote for our team. But let's be honest. Why did Marshall end up in the final? Because WVU. WVU fans. Put them in there. WVU fans were out in full force. TCU had them beat. TCU was whipping them. And then West Virginia fans said, 
we can't let little brother go down. If anybody's going to beat him, we are. And and then when it got to the championship, it was so one-sided because was, we knew it was over. All the votes for Marshall really came from West Virginia, and you saw it at the end. But several uh, Mountaineers fans were saying, "We just want Marshall in, so now it can be what thirteen and a." Right. <laughs> they were they were they were definitely having fun with that. So I, I definitely enjoy doing the brackets. What we've done, um, you know, sports movies. We've done sports villains, which in hindsight wasn't real fun, but yeah, it wasn't a lot, fun. A lot of activity though. And now we just did the um, college mascot bracket. So we do have another one that's kind of waiting in the wings. We're going to wait. We're hoping that more content is going to have to do with actual sports taking place. But uh, we'll just say the next one has to do with coaches. So that, that'll be fun. We already have it ready to go. It's just going to be a matter of time when it drops. Um, in other news though, one of my favorite things that happened today was an official return. For Iron Mike Tyson. Going to fight Roy Jones, correct? Roy Jones Jr., yep. These guys are in their 50s. Yep. Do you care? I don't care. Like I told you earlier, it's going to be like the movie The Grudge Match. <laughs> I, I almost feel like this could beat a lot of really good fights. I don't know if it'll be like Wilder Fury, but it's going to be up there in buys. Yeah, it's going to be up there. Uh, other than that fight, because... There's no real boxers out there that people oh. care about, and these dudes have names. So who's not going to want to watch Mike Tyson fight? He might even bring his tiger with him as he comes out to the ring. <laughs> I think he had to sell the tiger. Well, he, he needs to get another one and rent it. It's about high times. Yeah. I mean, just talk to Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe, well, he, he's in jail, but what's that other guy? <laughs> Phone a friend. <laughs> is that Mitch Carroll Baskins. Yeah. yeah. So, so the... The thing about Mike is how good has his social media been like promoting this? Like it's been unofficial for all this time, but every week you see a video from Tyson. High video and training. He and he looks like a man. He's man. cut. And like you kept seeing these rumors on he's going to fight this guy. He's going to fight that guy. You didn't even know who was real or what's going on. And it's official now. So, and he's, they said, why are you fighting, Mike? He goes, because you look at me because I can. <laughs> I, wouldn't I believe him. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with him. I still like you have that thing on around saying, would you take let him hit you as hard as you can in the face for like a million dollars? And I'd have to think about it. Yeah, like six months ago, I'd probably be like, Yeah, maybe, you know, a million dollars. But like you watch it now, I'd be like With my neck Can I wear headgear yeah. or something? Like it With my neck situation, I wanna <laughs> live. <laughs> you you will just have to eat through a straw. Yeah, That's forever. It. It'll be fine. You'll be like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> so you do you want to you want to give a prediction or you want to wait till we get closer? Oh, I have a prediction. All right, now do you want to say it now? Pain. Okay. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now I I don't know Roy Jones Jr. It's not too early. He's the kind of guy that man he was technically sound and he could fight in any weight class. So that doesn't bode well for Tyson. But but Tyson's going to go early. Well, and here's the thing: as Jones got later in his career, he was more susceptible to the knockout. So how susceptible is he now? And like Tyson always says, everyone's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be like Tyson versus Little Mac. <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> but in some cases, Little Mac won, though. <laughs> I never could win with him. <laughs> no. Freaking witchcraft for these people yeah. who can do that. Uh, I, I will say uh, keep an eye on our website, WDKSports.com, because we have some breaking news about the undercard. Uh, I do know that – uh, Jake Paul, is that his name? Yeah, the uh, YouTube sensation. Yeah, or the YouTube sensation's brother or something. Yeah. I don't know. One of those, he's a douchebag. But Up against Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Maybe Nate's got a good reach. I don't know. He's a short guy, but. Oh, like, Boots coming out of retirement. <laughs> 
Pick on somebody your own size. Yeah. Come on. Go on. I think you'll be all right. I, I'm, I'm going with boots. How tall How tall is Nate? 5'8". Five five eight. Eight. Okay. So He's my height. Just a little skinnier. I have no idea skinnier. about this other guy. I mean, I, I don't know who he is. He fashions himself a celebrity boxer. That's all I know. All right. I, I got nothing else, man. You got anything else? I'd like to see like Tank Abbott versus Butterbean. <laughs> just, just saying. Have you seen Tank Abbott lately? No. He looks 90. Wow. Well, Butterbean still looks the same. Who can we go with? I don't know. Well, we'll, That'd be a good one. We'll see if we can submit some uh, suggestions. We usually talk about uh, pop culture at some point. I haven't watched many movies lately at all, man. Like I've been, I've been on the, on, on the, on the. I don't even know what I'm saying. I haven't seen any good movies lately. Have you seen anything? Uh, the only thing I told you about earlier is I saw that Wrestling with Family. It was a documentary about Paige and the WWE. Gotcha. It was cool. I mean, it showed The Rock, and he was. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, he story. was he was like the producer in that. Yeah, like, I saw that. Was that. His movie. And then Vince Vaughn was involved, of course. Yeah, I like Vince Vaughn's character. That's the last movie I've seen Vince Vaughn in. He looked rough. <laughs> you forget how big Vince Vaughn is, though. He 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 has a hard time playing the charming frat boy anymore. Yeah, that's not really his thing now. No. I, I I can't. I, I've seen that one. I, I'm going to tell you another one. Since you don't have one, I'm going to give you another one. All right, give this me is one. an older one, and I'd seen it a long time ago. But we have Amazon Prime. Movies, I didn't realize it because I have, I guess, where I have Alexa and all that, I have movies that I can watch. So we've been watching movies on there. Have you seen the back in the 90s? I guess it was Good Old Fashioned Orgy. Good Old Fashioned Orgy. Have you seen it? Is it that's the name of the movie? It's Jason uh, Sudeikis. Is that his name? Yeah. He's in it. Huh. Dude. I, I know nothing of this. Dude. I mean, the wife need to watch this. It's Good Old Fashioned Orgy. And it's, it's funny as shit. So what? <laughs> What constitutes a good old-fashioned orgy? Just what it says. I feel like that could be the name of a mixed drink, too. It could. It could. <laughs> uh, but it's a lot of uh, stars in it. No real big names other than Jason, but it's, pre- it's pretty cool. Oh, I, I did uh, think of something real quick. I didn't watch the movie lately, but I did co- uh, kind of stumble across the cast of Angels in the Outfield the other day. I've seen that. Did you, were you aware that Matthew McConaughey and uh, who else was in that Um Adrian Brody. I didn't know they were in it. Yeah, they were. They were playing just regular. Position now, I, players. now I want to go back and watch. Yeah, I, I don't know if the movie's that good. I'm just saying. No, I remember it as a kid. I didn't need to go back. I guess it would probably ruin it if I went back and watched it again. Probably because I, I had it, I held it in high regard. The only thing I remember is as a kid, Tony Danza was the pitcher, and uh, I even thought Tony Danza looked like. He could not throw the ball in that. Yeah, back then they're like, "How's this guy your pitcher?" And you're winning. <laughs> like he didn't even get the leg up very high or anything. Yeah. I was just like, "Eh, I don't know." About a- all at this. least they made like Rick Vaughn look like he could pitch. Hey, well he could. They said he was throwing in the eighties. Well, you know, he, he had the form. He, he got there. I believed it. I believe it's still real to me. Damn it! I think I believed. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, from uh, Rookie of the Year, <laughs> better oh, than Tony Danza. That's the kid from American Pie. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember his what name. What the hell was it? Henry Rowan Gardner, or Ruta yeah, Baker. There you go. <laughs> did, did you try to break your arm on purpose? Yeah, when you were yeah. a kid. I, it, I would love to see if that would happen. Uh, would you rather be the kid in Rookie of the Year, or would you rather be the kid little big in league. Little Big League? Rookie of the Year. Uh, you want to be on the field, not owning it, right? No, or ma- managing it. Yeah, was he owner too? I, yeah, I think that's how but, it yeah. started. It would be weird being the manager. I would do either one, but I'd rather be on the field. I would have fired Gary Busey though. Yeah, uh, you don't want you don't want horse face around. No, <laughs> that'd be bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the We Don't Know Sports podcast. We originally had Ot Elmore scheduled, and he ghosted us. We understand the TBT was a big deal, and I'm sure his uh, playing days of the YMCA are more important. But it's the first time we ever got ghosted by a guest. Next week, we're back with more guests. We have. 
Zach Ford, baseball writer, dealing with a lot of uh, uh, different players getting called up from the minors. He's got a book called Called Up. Tons of stories to share. We're looking forward to talking to him. He's making me jealous out there kayaking through McCovey uh, Cove. We're going to see if we can arrange a trip out there. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We will see you next week. Thank you and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.